0: You're listening to The Things I Think About podcast. I'm your host, Jim Stroud. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Things I Think About podcast. I'm your host, Jim Stroud. And with me is a very special guest. Special guest, if you would please introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Hi, my name is Marta Darby and I'm a blogger. I write a blog called my big fat Cuban family. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I am the matriarch of that family. Uh, I am a mother of four, uh, various of them are married. (laughs) I have two and almost a third grandchild will be here next month. And, uh, I I am a lover of all things Cuban. I'm 100% American, but I'm 100% Cuban too.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Say it loud. Say it proud. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cuba has been in the news quite a bit lately. Uh, from your perspective, what's going on over there?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's hard to get real news uh, mm. from Cuba, obviously. Uh, here's what. I think has happened after 62 years, the revolution, (laughs) which failed, I think right in the beginning has, has radically failed now. So the people have nothing. They don't have Mm. water. Uh, COVID is running rampant that um, very, uh, you know, that healthcare that they always say is the best thing ever cuban yeah. health care is failing the population dramatically they have nowhere to go no doctors no clean hospitals it's mm. they're going to black market medicine for covid now covid is not the reason they've taken to the streets they finally have just had enough here's the cuban government is building new resort hotels on the beaches that cuban citizens are not allowed to go to their reserve. Wow. This is apartheid and it's like ultimate, uh, you know, remember how this went on in, in South Africa so many yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In Cuba, this has been happening forever. There's um, there's sexual tourism that's going on. They're importing, you know, they're, they're selling their young daughters for a loaf of bread.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So it, it, So finally, the the young people, this is the part that uh, thrills me and breaks my heart. It's Mm. the young people that have finally said, we have no future. We have nothing to look forward to. That's it, we've had enough. And they're in the streets fearlessly crying out for liberty. They're they're yelling freedom, libertad, libertad. Uh, And a lot of them uh, get connected don't even ask me how, but I get things through, you know, VPN service there. They show videos of people of the government coming into their homes and taking their kids, kids, 13, 14 year olds that are still missing. Uh, It's, it's horrific what the government is trying to do. However, the people are fighting back. This is a first in, in the last 62 years, the, the, The the Cuban people were disarmed, you know, in 1959 and, and, you know, they were okay with it. Our life is good. We, you know, we're, we can come and go as we please. Well, that stopped immediately. So um, right now the young people are the ones that are taking to the streets and they, it's like, we're not going to take it anymore.
0: Wow. You say fearless. I mean, that's not an understatement. I imagine uh, the government would make some of them disappear, I guess, for lack of a better word.
1: Yes, that's, that's a good word for it. Not only, it's not only the young people. I don't know how much you know about everything that's happening in Cuba, but there are six Cuban generals, generals, top of the military, Mm -hmm. who have mysteriously disappeared in the last 10 days. That's not in the news, is it? Of course not, this is no. what I get. So they've either disappeared themselves or the government is just doing a Stalin cleanse of the, the party. I don't know. No one knows exactly what is happening. There are rumors that Raul has died. Um, he's, you know, of course the, he inherited the thing from his brother. Raul Castro. Don't, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and but now the guy that's in charge, the president, he's just the puppet. They tell him what to do. <laughs> Sounds a lot like another country. We <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Sorry,
1: I went yeah. there. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It does sound oddly familiar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh so that's where we're at. The the like young people have taken to the streets and said this is ridiculous. We have nothing, they have everything. What have we got to lose? We have nothing to lose but our lives. We may as well just go out fighting.
0: Yes. So
1: they are—they've taken over some of the police departments. They've—they've they've, in the in the provinces, not in Havana yet. Mm-hmm. But they're—you know—they're fearless. They are fearless, and they're not like organized. Mm-hmm. There's there's not like a face of this. There's there's a song that drives them. That's called Patria y, y Vida which uh means you know it's a play on words that um castro so many years ago uh said patria o muerte its motherland or death and now they're saying we don't want motherland or death we want motherland and life it's mm. a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful thing wow. so that's wow. become the rallying cry patria y vida <clears throat> excuse me
0: yeah wow that's uh wow now <laughs> At, at one point, it was on the news 24/7. Uh, yeah. last week it was on on every channel, everybody was talking about it, and um, then it wasn't, and <laughs> <Then, Yeah. laughs> it wasn't, you know, sort of like stories about our southern border being yeah, overtaken, huh. it was everywhere. Then all of a sudden, it wasn't,
1: yeah, they're down there, yeah,
0: and then I think I people, yeah, people forget. I think if it's not in the news on a regular basis, people tend to forget. About what's what's going on, Um, I I like to think that they're still fighting and they're still getting their going for their liberty. Um, They are. It's it's good to hear because we don't hear it over here in the states, which is really shocking.
1: That's that's so sad to me. Uh, There are many. um, You'd be surprised how many Cuban Americans are in Congress right now. You know, well, of course, the most famous, of course, is Marco Rubio and Ted yep. Cruz. And so, but there are many more. Uh, Maria Elvira Salazar. and she's very outspoken, and she's rallying as many Congress people. Like, look, this is the U.S. can do something. It's not like uh, they're they're being so hands off, and it's crazy making to me because we can do something. We could you know, we did military action in Iraq. We, we can certainly do it here. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know that deal with the devil that was made, you know, so many years ago, is still intact. So it's not about the embargo, by the way, if, you know, you can let me say that really loud.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it, this whole situation, um, it's so ironic in, in so many different ways. I, I mentioned earlier about our southern border and not really being a border anymore. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you have the, 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 I think, the head of Homeland Security, I think this guy was, yes. said that yes. if you're Cuban, don't come over here.
1: Yes, if, and he's, he's Cuban also.
0: Yeah, yeah which, I, which I thought was really, really wild to hear that. I'm like, so I guess if on one side of the country, it's, it's, it's totally open on the other side you can't come here um and i've talked with other cubans and asked them their opinion and i, I want to ask you yours uh why do you think that is why do you think cubans are are repelled but at the southern border anything goes ah
1: uh, okay i'll just say it outright cubans are pretty much do you know do you know south florida do you know who votes republican do you know <laughs> who understands uh, those values that you know what america stands for uh, a lot of those cuban kids in the streets are waving american flags they get it uh, the southern border the people that are coming in not so much mm-hmm um I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to be really delicate about that no.
0: <laughs>
1: that's the issue they're bringing in you know what democratic voters will take care of you for the rest of your life where cubans are no i will come in and i will do whatever it takes i understand freedom i yeah. think that's the difference I,
0: I, I, that's what i have consistently heard across the board mm-hmm. um because leaving a socialist country You recognize how Marxism and socialism is creeping into America and and you don't want more. You don't want more of what you just left. (laughs) (laughs) So then that is that is really wild. And it's also interesting to me that I wish more Americans would maybe listen to Cubans who have recently fled uh, Cuba because they could say, hey, the stuff that that we are allowing now uh, I've lived it. You don't want it over yeah, here. Um, I would love to see more of that, uh, but I don't. I don't see it as much as I would like to. I'm thinking because the the media suppresses voices where they can. That kind of thing. Why do you? What do you think?
1: Well, I I here's what happened in Cuba. I don't. People don't think of. They think of Cuba as a third world country. They don't hmm. realize that Cuba in 1960. Had like the third largest GDP in the world. That it was a destination for people to vac, not only to vacation but to retire. It was beautiful. It was democratic. There, okay. There was a lot of problems with Batista. Yes, he was a dictator, but there was. St- and I'm not defending him in any way. Please don't hear that. But. My family traveled wherever they wanted to. We went in and out of the island. We we owned properties. Uh, when I say mm. we, I was a child. My parents did. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, that, ha- that ended. That completely ended. They took your property. They did not let you leave the country. So, And it's an island. It's a lot easier to keep people in. Um, so I, I think uh, people don't realize that cubans thought that'll never happen here because we're fine we're a beautiful country we we have the latest fashions you know all of that Mm. here we are in the u.s we're fat and happy we are It, it wouldn't happen here in my you know sleepy suburban neighborhood where i can go to uh you know the mall anytime i want and you know, I can make my reservations to fly to Europe tomorrow if I want to. You know that sort of thing. It's we don't, as part of our lifestyle, we don't see any problem with socialism. Oh, we can share. Yeah, that's that sounds good. <laughs> Sharing was taught to us in kindergarten, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it would be interesting if part of the uh, American education system was to uh, spend some time in Venezuela. Uh, spend some time in Cuba yes, uh, and just see or or at the very least talk to people who were there recently and get their perspective on things. Uh, Because I think that will change a lot of mindsets of of our liberal friends a great deal if they had a, a contrary opinion. But council culture keeps contrary opinions out of the mainstream
1: and and that's that's a rough one i don't know how to get past that one so everything happened in cuba on july 11th it was a Mm. sunday uh the the uh the people going taking to the streets that was started by the artists in the country it was a political movement they were just tired of having their voices choked out artists like mm. you know, fine artists and mm-hmm. the the singers that you know they they were tired, and so the people just rallied around them. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Those are the people. Those are the what you don't realize. Is those are the ones who get stifled because they are probably the first ones to speak the real truth. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what happened there. I I also know, and this again all. Um, what, what is the name of this podcast oh, this, yeah the things, that I
0: podcast. things i think about
1: things i mm-hmm. think about i i would uh title mine the things that are crazy making to me <laughs> 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 it's one of them that the media is so in the tank for whatever the, you know the the Democrats tell them to the left tells them to, to how to eat, how to think, how, what to wear, what to say. They really are puppets. Uh, so, you know, it's alternative media like your own, like my own that we get the word out that people don't understand what happened in Cuba or what's happening. Where exactly is Cuba, by the way, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, uh, the, the crazy making part is uh cubans are love education because they want their kids to go somewhere so Mm -hmm. um there are alternatives i didn't send my kids to college for other reasons and they're all very successful which makes me very proud but um a lot of the people that sent their kids to college the cubans their kids came back indoctrinated in socialism Mm -hmm. and that is heartbreaking for a parent who escaped that system now they speak out against it there but they don't realize that it was taught to them at the university level you know yeah Yeah. i think that's another problem that we don't have enough uh conservatives in positions of uh, of influence and authority in in places like the university and in our, you know, we get complacent. Like if life is good, we pay our taxes, we raise our kids. Uh, somebody else can take care of that. And so the leftists are very much more active in getting involved. If that makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah, it in, in its perfect sense. That I think also the left is really good at shaming people who don't have their opinions. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, yes uh, exactly
1: I was, correct. There.
0: I was talking to another guest uh, a little while ago about how. You're not considered an authentic African American if you're not uh, liberal or leftist, or as President Biden says, uh, "You don't vote for me, you're not black." So yeah. if you don't, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you don't think of a certain way, you, you're not, you know, your your color is, is really weird. So
1: you're you're in Atlanta, is that correct? I am. Okay, I'm in Southern California.
0: Oh, enemy and, territory.
1: And, so we've got a whole <laughs> election going. Well, yeah. I'm, for Newsom yeah Newsom uh Nancy Pelosi's nephew is who that is
0: really I didn't know that oh
1: yeah oh yeah yeah the Pelosi crime family has long reach so
0: that explains a lot
1: write that down make a note (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: that explains a lot (laughs)
1: yeah part of our uh, Larry Elder who is a
0: uh,
1: a radio personality that I just love. He is in the race. Big fan. We're supporting him. So he would be our first black governor. And of course, we're all the people. We're all excited about it. Oh, but he's very conservative. So I guess he's not black. Hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah.
1: Can't support that because he's not real. uh, Yeah.
0: It's really interesting you say that too, because I was looking for... Uh, it's sort of like, it's a, it's a, I guess I'll call it a liberal paradox, uh, because for example, uh, Caitlyn Jenner was running at one point. I don't, I don't know if Caitlyn Jenner still is, but it was just a publicity stunt because now he's on another yeah. show, but I mean, he's Bruce. on a TV yeah, no, show. sorry,
1: say it like it is, it's yeah. yeah. good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's on another show. Um, yeah. But when, when he announced he was going to run, I said, huh, I wonder how they're going to react to that. Because uh, California being what it is, and him being transsexual—I guess—is that if yeah. that's the right word? It changes every five but conservative. minutes.
1: Conservative,
0: uh, yeah, and conservative. It, it it's sort of like they, they feel it seemed like they would be handcuffed, and they didn't know how to react. Yeah, uh, yeah. I so
1: I I think they kicked him to the t- him. I am sorry. I, yeah, I'm not delusional, I understand what. He did. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I. There, there is no logic. It's the leftist is the the philosophy is all illogical. Illogical is that the word? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Do you believe this? Yes, but not for this. You know, so Mm -hmm. yeah, I need. You know, I saw something today on Twitter that this gal saying I need personal police protection, but we must defund the police. (laughs)
0: So, what
1: is democracy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah that, they didn't see it. So, anyway, that's, anyway, that's, back that's to Cuba. i sorry, I went off on a tangent. That's okay. <laughs> that's
0: okay. I, I was, I was um, agreeing with your example about the, uh, the disconnect because that's sort of like saying um, we have a healthcare emergency, so we need to vaccinate and everyone wear, wear masks. But on the other hand, our border is wide open. And we let one million two hundred thousand people in, and we're not testing them. So I'm like, is it? I'm like, how can you say as a healthcare emergency on one hand that you let the million two hundred thousand people in untested?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's county because
0: right. they're still coming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, yeah without and and they're bussing them to different cities
0: and flying them.
1: Yeah, yeah, and flying. And, yes. Yeah. So that's not in the news either, huh?
0: No. No. be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And when I have conversations like this um, with my with my mom, uh, she's like, well, the first thing she'll say is, uh, don't believe anything on Fox News. Like, okay, discount the entire network. I said, okay. Right, right. And I said, well, I can show you reports from other news sources. But it's like, once you've bought into a certain narrative, you fight against it. Once you've accepted you fight against everything else, even when, um, you show uh, facts to the contrary, you know I had a conversation with someone the other day about election integrity mm. and how there's just too much smoke. So whether you believe it or not, it's just too much smoke for no fire to be there. Right right. And I said so 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 tell me, I said, if it's proven without a shadow of a doubt, irrefutable that the election was stolen.
1: yeah,
0: what should happen next? and they could not give me an answer
1: yeah well it, because it, orange men bad exactly
0: exactly
1: I, like, I don't see anything else i can't hear anything yeah
0: exactly exactly oh. and it makes me concerned about about our country i mean there's always there's been talk a lot of talk about a, a civil war i think i think we're in a cold civil war right
1: now yeah, yeah i agree with you
0: yeah and it's I don't see it improving anytime soon unless uh, this great awakening, which I hope is happening, mm-hmm. continues. You know, mm-hmm. some people are waking up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted on, let me just vent a little bit here. I posted on, on my blog, this, re, this uh, press release, which came from the um, uh, council, the, the committee of foreign relations Uh, Which was a government website, uh, our government website, and they posted a press release talking about the origins of COVID nineteen, how it came from the Wuhan lab, how it was man made, yeah, and how they had proof of you know what we already know um, Mm -hmm. that it came from China, and um, and the whole purpose of it being okay, we need to know how the virus got to where where got to the, the heights that it did. So that we can prevent it from happening again, right. and ideally, you know, go after people who let it who let it out.
1: Yeah, right, in China,
0: right? Mm. And Fox News talked about it, and they posted this graphic, and I and I looked it up, and it, it was it was true. At the point that I that I wrote that, uh, CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, nothing.
1: They never the story.
0: Nothing. Not a single word. Zero seconds on a bombshell news. That report affects
1: everyone in the country. in, I the, in the world. Yeah. So in the world,
0: and they in said the absol- they said absolutely nothing about it. And I thought, man, that is really unnerving.
1: Yeah. Is that journalism? Is that what you know? Or who? Yeah. Who owns them now? Is that? That's always my question. Who benefits from this? Who's who's buying them? Who's it's buying different. their silence? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's always my question too. You're absolutely yeah. right. They're well, not telling the story. No. I think the frustration with the Cuban people is the U.S. can do something. They're calling, you know, they're the hashtag that's going on. If you go on Twitter, mm. is sorry to I, I, no, 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 please, please, please. Yeah, uh, the hashtag on Twitter is hashtag SOS Cuba. They are mm. saying SOS. Yes, thank you. Make a mm-hmm. go look at that up and on Twitter, SOS Cuba, because yeah. they need help. They understand that we're in the streets, we're protesting, but you know they are armed with sticks and stones, and you know the the military has guns. So yeah. how can they do that? They need help. and so they are saying SOS, rest of the world, and. I've seen protests seriously all over the world. Lots of people taking the streets. Yeah. you know, in uh, Madrid and in uh, in uh, France, Rome, in France, and lots of places mm-hmm. that are standing with solidarity with Cuba. Um, but our government is just like, oh well, we'll put sanctions on them. You know what? The sanctions just do not work, and. Let me just address the embargo for a minute, because a there are people that think, well, it's the U.S. embargo. Like, no, the embargo, by the way, the, some of the terms of the embargo was release the political prisoners, have and free elections, and we will continue to um, give you food and medicines. Of course, you have to pay for them in cash because Cuba has pretty much stiffed the rest of the world as far as trading things. So they trade human lives. They trade doctors. They, they, you know, trade young girls. It's crazy making again. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's not the embargo there are people that are not on in the streets saying stop the embargo. No, <laughs> They're crying out freedom. Mm-hmm. And the U S is like, you know, that's what we stand for. That's what yeah. the United States of America stands for is freedom and liberty. And so you see them proudly waving American flags and Cuban flags together. And so the Cuban population here has rallied and all, but all we can do is lean on our representatives in government and take to the streets and make the, the problem visible. So that's, that's basically all I, as a blogger, can do and I, you know grandmother here i'm at home recovering mm-hmm. from covid by the way oh, uh, okay. yeah so i nearly died from this stupid chinese virus hmm. uh, 36 days in the hospital so i'll just say and i anyway i am so opinionated jim you, have <laughs> enough, you don't have enough time for me <laughs> i have so much to talk about
0: <laughs> well i'll um I'll, I'll I'll end it with one final question because we are we are we are up on time. Um, I don't know if well, I'll ask you, uh, do you think in your lifetime or your children's lifetime that we'll see Cuba as a territory of the United States, much like Puerto Rico or Guam?
1: Uh okay.
0: And if so, what do you think will have to happen for that to happen? If so, and, okay, and do you think so it's a good idea?
1: That's a really loaded question. Here is here is the problem with Cuba, is that there is no one knows how to run a country. The communists have not didn't know how to do it 62 years ago when they took power, and everything went to hell. And mm-hmm. uh, oops, I said it out loud. That's okay. uh, <laughs> uh, and so now I, I don't think anyone who is there is really qualified to run a country. I think they need help. I don't think that it is, uh, I don't think it would be bad for the US to come in and help, but not as a nation building exercise, but mm. as a way to say, look, let let's, let us help you transition. Let us teach you how Democracy really works. And that would take someone who knows. Because real, I'm telling you, it's just young people who know no other way of life than getting the handout from the government or buying something on the black market. They don't know what it's like to live in freedom. So Mm. uh much like the children of Israel who had to spend 40 years in the desert wandering around until they could take the land. I think it's the same sort of thing. It takes a generation to learn. And I I would not be opposed to the U.S. going in, not making it a territory, but I I don't know if there are words to, you know, say, well, we will help you. We tried to do that in Iraq, but they didn't want it, though. I think the Cubans do want it. But I I also know that they want to be... um, They're very independent in a way, which is ironic, I know. Uh, They've always wanted to be, uh, you know, their own nation, which is, you know, why America needs borders, but that's another topic (laughs) for another day. Uh, So I'm going to just leave it as vague as you asked it. (laughs) I think that they need help, but I don't know that they you know that that should be a territory you know
0: okay 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 i I can respect want to be independent so that's that's cool too
1: does that make sense they they want to be free but they want to be free so
0: wow this was uh this was a very very good conversation uh thank you so much for being on my podcast hopefully i can have you on here again
1: Thank you. And thank you so much for letting me uh, chat about the things that you think about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what, before I go, um, if people wanted to get more of your wisdom, where can they find you online?
1: Okay. I am Marta Darby. uh, And uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram at mybigfatcubanfamily.com. I usually share what I'm making for dinner and all about my kids, or right now I'm sharing all about Cuba.
0: So, <laughs> Very thank you cool. so
1: much, Jim.
0: No worries. And to make it easier for all my podcast listeners, I'm going to put in the podcast description links to all of her stuff so you don't miss out on her wisdom because she has a lot <laughs> to share. <laughs> thank
1: you so much for your time and for having me on, Jim. I really had fun. Thank you.
0: No worries. You have been listening to the Things I Think About podcast. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. Drop me an email. I can be reached at Stroud. that's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D, at jimstroud.com. So, until next time, bye-bye.